out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field, I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone, today I speak to my friend Tanya. Tanya is one of those people whom I instantly liked. She has a most amazing energy. I was so happy when I realized that I can contact her and ask her to be our guest. I was even happier when she immediately agreed. I'm really looking forward to share this chat with you. This podcast is supported by the first layer, the 12-step workbook on working through the 12 steps in any addiction in 21 sessions. There's also a 24-day step coaching and counseling program available based on the first layer. For more information in this regard, go to www.freddy.org.za and click through from the notices at the right of the homepage. This is Tanya's story. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome to Meet Me in the Field. Thank you so much for taking the time to come and talk to us. So the first thing I want to hit with you is two guests ago, I had another person who went through this physical transformation. And I think you know him, Paul. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So I had Paul as a guest in his podcast was was, came out on Thursday. Yeah. And just like him, there's half of you sitting here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but he's got more biceps. (laughs) (laughs) And you actually had a a whole fucking article written about you in a fucking magazine. I mean, fair lady. And I'm so jealous I could shit myself. I mean, I had my name in an article and I was going, whoa, look at this. And they had my title completely wrong. But anyway... (laughs) So, I would have thought I would have been a fair lady so one look at day, this, this, I know this girl has a whole article, not to mention photos, everything. Oh, How the fuck did that happen? That's amazing. What a story that is. I mean, <laughs> I tell you, my whole life has just been one of these like... Fabulous. Well, that's what we want to hear everything yeah, about. It's been one of these, just one thing after the next. And when I look back, it just all connects into this beautiful journey that I have no regrets over. You know? Awesome. It's just wonderful. It's... Um, that story came about um, with a friend of mine, in fact, and she is a journalist. Okay. She reads news and she writes stories and things, and we studied journalism together in our first year at university at Rhodes University. Oh my God! You back were in Rhodesy. the day. In the cloud of in the cloud oh of dope God. smoke. When I, when I think of Rhodes, I see this cloud of dope smoke hanging over Grahamstown. Yeah, no, Grahamstown. They called me the wandering butterfly of Grahamstown. Ooh. <laughs> A wandering butterfly. <laughs> was a nice way of saying I was the neighborhood slat. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever but, I lay but, my wings, that was my home. <laughs> <laughs> that is oh the most God. beautiful way to call somebody a slut. I love that. I know, it was very sweet actually. I can only laugh about that now though. <laughs> Looking back <laughs> Looking upon my back. life, always with a sense of shame. Yeah, I shared yeah, a retreat yeah. center the other day and I, I used that phrase because I started, you know, when I look back, yeah. and the obvious thing is upon my life. Yeah. And the obvious next thing is it's always with a sense of shame because yeah. I, I've always been the one to blame. It's a sin. And yeah. these children were too young oh, to even shame. know the song. Yes, so they're completely yes. lost on them. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have gone off so, the topic completely. Yeah, no, so, let's go back to it. So you met the girl when you were in Grahamstown? Yeah, okay. yeah. And we all lived in Rays together. And so, of course, my journey in, in Grahamstown and, and at university was wild. I mean, okay. I had a ball of a time. It was. Did you grow up in Cape Town? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, grew up in Cape Town. So why Grahamstown? From Cape Town. My dad went there. Okay. And you know, I've, oh. got, uh, I've got huge daddy issues. Ooh. I wanted to walk in daddy's footsteps all the time. Okay. You know? <laughs> so. It doesn't matter how many times you got blown up by <laughs> landmines. <laughs> by landmines, you are going to stick on the same same landmine because daddy did it. Well, you go, girl. And how did that work for you, Tony? Oh man, I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to like to grow the limbs these. back. Yeah, yeah. I'm still. I'm really am. It's actually, I just just. I just do it a bit less now. <laughs> oh, awesome. So, so we see, we're seeing progress. Yeah, Not perfection, but definitely progress. progress. Well always done. Always progress. So anyway, Lindsay and I have kind of had dealings with each other over the years since Grahamstown days. And that was like 1994, 95, 96. And over the years, she came to my 40th birthday celebration. And that was a time when I was quite healthy, doing well. You know, before then, I'd hit a rock bottom with my food and drugs and... Rock and roll. It. Rock and roll, you name it. <laughs> More rolling than rocking yeah, at the end. <laughs> yeah, and so she knew about my journey only then when I turned 40. Okay. And by that stage, I'd already been sober and in recovery for about close to five years. Okay. So they were quite, you know, her and another buddy of mine who came to my 40th from Grandstown days, they were, they were just shocked. They couldn't believe that the journey I'd been through. Yeah. Because oh, wow. I, as an addict, of course, I'm so good at hiding stuff. <laughs> Nobody ever knew. Nobody ever knew, you know. And so five years later down the line, we met up again with each other, but on the road because she had started running as okay. well. And I had started running. But, you know, like any addict, when I started running, <laughs> I could run maybe a kilometer and that was it. And within a year, I had entered the comrades. And within a year. Within a year. Within a year of running. So you embraced it with addictive abundance. Absolutely. <laughs> Abs- I mean, it was just, it's insane. So within a year and a half, I had accomplished running the comrades and finishing it within 12 hours and nine minutes. Oh, God. Yeah. It was, it, it, it's been oh, an word. incredible, incredible journey. I but have no, no idea <laughs> how people do it. Because I normally, when I jog and I get to about 8Ks, I think. Yeah. Or nine k's, and I think you know the comrade is ten times this distance. Yeah. How the fuck do people do it? You know, you've got to have, you've got to have a. I'm telling you now that the training, yes, by all means, you have to put the the time on the legs in, but yeah. it's the mind. Yeah. It's an I think absolute I, mind. Where does the game. mind is about marathon distance? Yeah. Is that we the body? Yeah, it, the body. Become, it becomes yeah. a mind thing. Yeah, then it, it's a mind yeah. thing because if you think about a marathon of that and, and, and the distance, once you hit the marathon mark, you've still got another marathon yeah. to go. Fuck no. It's, it's just hectic. No, it I is hectic. Cannot. The mind. So you can't think in those big bites. Yeah. You've got to take a tiny bite. Just One like, step at a time. Just like my recovery. It's yeah. the most amazing thing. And that's why I think I'm pretty good at it because I've been practicing the one you day at a time. Just take the one day at a time, one step, one at, step a time. at a time. Yeah. Amazing. You know, so, so anyway, Lynn's. Then, after I'd done the comrade, she said, Tanzi, I really believe that I'd love to write your story and try and get it out there, yeah. you know, into a running mag or something. So anyways, that was the, the, the her whole, you know, modus operandi was to write about the running side of things and yeah. a little bit of my life intertwined. Then all of a sudden she said, okay, well, the running mags are kind of quite selective about what they put in because there's quite a few running heroines okay, and all yeah. the rest of it. So... She opened it up and she 
then went to Fair Lady and Fair Lady came back and said, we want to write this story, but we want more of a slant on the life story and addiction side. Oh, cool. And so we had to then go to the nitty gritty core of it, which is really <laughs> the where it all begins and oh, wow. ends in terms of my life and where everything I do in life revolves around, whether it's for positive or negative, yeah. but it revolves around my addictive personality. Mm. And that's who I am. And I'm I identify not, with that. I really am not embarrassed to say I'm fucking addicted to running. <laughs> <laughs> That's a positive addiction. When you those, know. When those endorphins start, start pushing for the runner, runner high, kind of, but dude. It is just <laughs> Do you listen absolute, to music while they run? No, no, I don't. I don't. Neither. It's my time. In, it, it's really my spiritual time. Neither do I. I the, love the music takes me away from... Dealing with me. From the me. Yeah. So That's yeah. so weird. You're the only person that I know who also doesn't listen to music. I can't even. because I'm distracted then from yeah. what I'm actually trying to deal with. And this is where I have the strong connection to running is because it's taught me how to think within myself and to actually just be okay with myself. Because I have these conversations with myself yeah. and these big things of fearing the future and thinking about the stresses of what's coming up in my life and what's... I've done badly and trying to regret that I haven't done it correctly or the yeah. best I can be. and But then in that moment, the endorphins start kicking in and then I'm bulletproof. Mm. And it's like... <laughs> 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 Which is amazing because the minute those natural endorphins kick in or the dopamines or whatever, serotonin, yeah. whatever, whatever we want to call it. You know, I don't know what it <laughs> Let is. Them come. But please, just come. <laughs> more, more. More, more. I want more. <laughs> You know, the minute that happens, it doesn't matter. Yeah. All that matters is what I'm doing in the moment. And in that moment, I am unstoppable. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. And it, it gives me goosebumps mm. when I think about it. Because every single time I do it, I get my shoes on and I go for that run. I get into that moment. Do you do short runs during the week? Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Long runs over the weekends? Yeah. I sometimes I'm able to get a long-ish run in on during the week. So, for example, now it's January month and there are a lot of lacquer runs that we can enter okay. and go for. And the weather's um, good. The and, weather's yeah. good. And so... So make hay while, while the sun yeah. shines type of thing. Yeah. And this month, on average, I do 50 kilometers plus a week okay. in terms of mm. kilometers. So, and that I can split up between... Three or four runs a week. Okay. I love my rest days as well. I have to <laughs> tell you that a rest day is, is I work towards it, you oh, know. Awesome. It's, it's almost like that lacquer big bri place I have after a long run. <laughs> for me it will rewards, be a, for rewards. Me it will be chocolate or you something. No, oh. that's lacquer rewards, I tell you. I mean that's what that's what I look towards, yeah. you know. I mean I love I love food. I love food. I'm not gonna deny the fact I love food. <laughs> I've just found a kind of way to manage my relationship with food in a healthier manner. So that's not the the, the, the thing I want to get to there as well. Yeah. So so the running started and Oh <laughs> <laughs> sorry. The coaster comes with a coffee and it the pops. coaster every time she lifts up a cup, the coaster sticks there and I'm afraid it's gonna go claw. So um, did your relationship with food change immediately or did was it a simultaneous thing? No. No, it wasn't. I got to a you know, when I turned forty I needed, you know, I had this thing in my head that, you know, come a new decade in life, um, I needed to lose weight. I weighed over 100 kilograms about a year prior to my 40th birthday. Okay. So, you know, me and my recovery journey has been a lot of substances, a lot of things that I have used to block my own 
dealings with myself yeah. um, to fill the gaps, to comfort myself. Yes. You know, as we know, that's what we do as that addicts. blankies we yeah. pull over us, doesn't matter how much they Yeah, and they're destructive. Yeah, shit always. stinks, but it's warm. Yes, and let me tell you, it's always too much and it's always Aina afterwards. <laughs> You know, but I mean, knowing that, that's the insanity of my disease. I'll do it again yeah. and again and again. And that's been the journey of my life. So whether it's been tuck, whether it's been cocaine, whether it's been booze, weed, masturbation, anything that I can use to get out of my own headspace, I will abuse yeah. and really take to the nth degree. And then food. Food I started mm. with as a, as a kid. Is it? So, so that, that, okay. So when we talk about primary, I know exactly what my primary was. It was sweets in the pantry. Okay. And that's where I used to go hide and eat. Ah. When I got into this emotional type of turmoil as a child. I know a guy also in recovery used to eat a bag of ice and sugar. Oh, I could do that. He hid it under his bed. Oh my word, yeah. shame. His mother would oh, pick up the relax. plates yeah. under his bed. Yeah. Oh, I tell you. And <gasps> Amazing I mean, what you do. I don't have an off switch. Yeah. You see, the, the off switch is not there. So I could eat tubs of this tins of caramel, oh. condensed milk. I could drink out of the tin. You know, anything sweet and really, it makes your face want to screw up and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that kind of look. I can see people's face and I just think, that's amazing. It's just so, <laughs> it's so comforting. It's like, it's almost like just giving me this beautiful warmth inside, yeah. you know. Nutella, oh my lordy, oh, in the God, cupboards, yeah. you know. I'm terrible with that stuff. Have so. you seen the breakdown of how much sugar is in oh, Nutella? Oh my lordy. Oh you, my God. There's sugar in everything. Let yeah. me tell you, there's that's sugar true. in everything. That, and that's sugar so sad. is a drug of my mm. choice. Yeah, mine, and mine as well. Yeah, yeah. I have, I've seen the research from neurologists and how the brain chemistry mm. with sugar is the same effect, has the same, sugar has the same effect as cocaine yeah. on the brain. And so I can understand, and I can now understand yeah. why sugar was such a big thing. And for me so new research is now showing does electronics. Yes, absolutely. The heat of a like yeah. is the same as yeah. the heat of cocaine. It's the same as the heat of sugar. Absolutely, it's the amazing. likes, 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 yeah. and I love what you're saying. And instant mm. gratification. Yes. Right? It's all about that instant brain chemistry. Yeah. I can't. It sounds awful, but I can't wait for the following ten years. Yeah, yeah. To happen yeah. because I am going to be so busy as a counselor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> When people start coming to terms with the fact that exactly. I'm addicted to likes. Exactly. You know, yeah. I'm addicted to likes. Yeah. You know? I'm like, happy to say Likes it. anonymous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm, my name is Freddie. I'm a liker. <laughs> we laugh about it now. It's yeah, going to yeah. be real. Keep real. coming back. Yeah. <laughs> we love, we like it. No, it's not we don't. <laughs> Yeah, ask a love about this Yeah, shit. no, we can laugh now, let me tell you, but it's real. It yeah. is so real and that's why we laugh. Yeah. Because it is real. So we were with a hundred yeah. kilograms before your 40th yes, yes, birthday. Yes, yes, yes. So anyway, so 40 came and it was one of those new decade resolutions. And I put the sugar away, I put the flour away at that stage. And I said, that's it. I'm not touching those substances. They're going into my little drug box of, you know, things I can't touch. And I lost all the weight. Are you one of those people who... It takes you a while to make up your mind, but once you've Ooh, made the commitment, you are, you are as fucking One, committed as you can. 350 get. million awesome, percent. Yeah. That's yeah. it. It takes no, a while to get. Give me for that because that's the brain. Yeah. And that's when it comes to, I have the ability, when I make my mind up to do something, come hell or high water, it's going to yeah. be done. Look, I stopped eating yeah. meat three months yeah. ago. Yeah, wow. And Amazing. it's just. Amazing. I, 
I can I can look at your meat and think it looks nice and yeah. smell nice, but yeah. I'm a, I don't eat meat, yeah, and, and that's that, that, that's just it. It, yeah. it will never. I will not consider yeah. having a bite because I don't eat meat. As easy as that. It's but it took me two years to from deciding choice. I want to become a vegetarian to becoming vegetarian. Yeah. A two-year journey. Absolutely. Now the deal is done and now... The and let me tell you, the time just before making and coming to that decision, no matter how long it is, whether it's a week or whether it's two weeks or whether it's three or four years, is painful. <laughs> it's painful because, you know, that's when my addict is so rife and yeah. I'm so willpower strong. It's doing the push-ups. But, but, it's, but it's the opposite, you know. I'm doing. I'm, I'm strong on holding on to it so for mm. dear life that if... You know, it's almost like if I let it go, I'm going to die. Yeah. It's going to be the death of me. But in actual fact, by holding on to it, I'm killing myself. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the insanity. I wish I could remember who said that flippant saying because it's the most yeah. amazing saying that said, nothing that I ever let go of mm. did not have scratch marks in it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> or claw marks. Claw marks. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You know, I'm clawing on it to, to the nth degree. I mean... There are a couple of incidences I remember with my daughter, in fact, because she... How old is she now? Because that's yeah. something I've been, I've been wondering yeah. about. Yeah, she's turning 21 this year. <gasps> no! Yes, Freddie! 21! I I, in my no, head, I, thought, I had she must be about 13, 14. No, shit! 20 fucking one years old! <laughs> I've made an adult girl. I can't believe it. No, I mean, neither can I. <laughs> and she's still alive. She's still alive. <laughs> Not just that, man, but she's got a head screwed on and she's got her feet on the ground. You know what I mean? There must be a God. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You know when they say you're going to break that cycle? It looks like slowly but surely, I think we're getting it right. Oh eh? my God, and that is that's miraculous. amazing. Because coming down the family tree, if I look at my mom, the alcoholic, who's okay, desperately so, so tired. So you're an adult child? I'm an adult child. Okay. And then me and now my daughter, you know, it could easily... So easily <laughs> have been. That, that word. <laughs> I know. It could be that we could create a whole nother era mm. of addictive yeah. behaviors and, and, and um, uh, lack of... Unhealthy self- coping mechanisms. Oh, and lack, lack of, of self-esteem. Oh, and, God. you know, yeah. the, the fears of abandonment and all those codependent, yeah. you know, real bad things that, so that come with it. You've got the alphabet. Yeah. As in, it sounds as if... Whatever the addiction is, you could be there. Yeah. It's yeah. alcohol, yeah. drugs, love, um, sex. codependence, sex. Yeah. You're yeah. an adult Love child, food. you food. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we, no, I'm, we're I'm, very much I'm the same. Full blown, you know. When it comes to addiction, I did I'm the not... alphabet in addiction, yeah. I'm doing yeah. the alphabet in recovery. Me too. Me too. <laughs> you, you know that there's even a fellowship, yeah. um, Financial Underachievers Anonymous? Oh, my word. I am seriously thinking of starting one. Wow. Wow. That's quite because funny. so many people mm. come into recovery, but their lack of self-esteem makes them believe that they're not worthy yeah. of, of earning a good income. Yeah. And yeah. we hold ourselves back. But also, I think there's a fear of money. Because, you know, I know ah, as well. Yes. If I've cash in my pocket. Oh, it, it's dangerous. Very dangerous. Yeah. You know, because when I remember going, if I go back to my drug addiction, the only solution to my drug addiction was going to be to run out of money. Okay. You know, mm. I mean, and that was one of my saving graces yeah. because when the money ran out, you know, it was then a it choice done, of, yeah. am I going to go and sell my body on the street? Am I going to go and steal? Yeah. And all those things. And thank God, I then made the decision rather, okay, let's nip this in the bud okay. before, awesome, yeah. you know, I got to, to that stage of the yeah. addiction in terms of drugs and things. But, you know, the, the question is, do you have a money problem or a drug problem? Yeah. You know, and so they're just all interlinked. It's I could really never understand. I mean, gambling. 
Ja, you know? kan, ja, ja risk taking. Ja. I could never understand why, why big celebrities go into rehab because Should they, they just should, have a blood transplant? Should they, should they can't, they can't <laughs> run out of money? No. So, so that's how I thought. I never realized that addiction was a mind problem. Yeah. It, it, it's not a money problem. Yeah. It's, it's a mind problem. Absolutely. So even though you might have all the money to buy all the drugs in the world, you come to a stage where you realize your mind is fucked and you can't live with yourself well, any longer. the drugs longer. stop working. Yeah, yeah, there you go. The, the drugs, drugs stop, stop working. working yeah. And so therefore you're going to go now. That's exactly what I did. The progression of my illness was so intense that it went so quickly from cocaine then to crystal meth tick, what mm. we call the, the street drug. And I mean, I could only... I, could I can't only picture you as a tick, Hey, No, yes, see, I, I was, I, I was I grand. To, I got to know you in recovery and now... I was I an th- awesome tick addict. <laughs> <laughs> I used to snort that shit. Oh my God, you go, girl. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, sorry. Just going back to turned 40 and then lost all that weight, but did it kind of... 12 step ish but not really buying into it okay because within two years my relationship stuff and you know the deeper stuff that you know because i was with a boyfriend then and thank god you know god willing we're still together now but have had breakups and stuff in between due to my addictive stuff and his stuff but i relapsed on food okay and i went back very quickly to over a hundred kilograms by the time my daughter turned 18 And I was then, how old? 43. So from 40 to 43, it took me maybe six to eight months of being at that goal weight and really enjoying it. And slowly but surely, the behaviors crept back again. Please tell me you kept your fat clothes. (laughs) I've got a granny flat, which is now storage, with all piles of fat, medium, thin. You know, it's like in-betweeners, you know, and I'm trying to get rid of all this stuff and how and what, and I'm trying to hang on to some stuff, and I'm like, Tons, uh, let it go. I've got, I've, I have go. fat, fat clothes and yeah. thin clothes. Yeah. Because I know, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 you know these yeah. medical forms that you complete and says, has, has your weight moved by more than 10, 10 kilograms yeah. in the past year? I always have to say yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I binge yes. and I purge. And I binge and I purge. So yeah. I've weighed, yeah. at our wedding three years ago, I was 68 kilograms, the same I was in matric. Yes. I'm now 85. Yeah. And yeah. I'm now I'm into that phase enough. Now I need to start yeah. purging again so that yeah. I can fit into that thin clothes. Again. Absolutely. And you know what? Eventually I got tired of that. You know, eventually one's head and heart mm. get tired of this up and down, up and down, because it's such an incredible waste of good energy. Yeah. Very, very true. To expand all that beautiful, healthy energy on getting to a place. Yeah. And then not being able to maintain it. Absolutely. And then having to find all that energy again, and then doing it again, and then still going back if to the old way. What there. you could have done with all that energy. I heard it's something amazing. really beautiful. Well, that's why the I can day. run the comrades now, because I'm putting all the energy into a healthy <laughs> Jesus, addiction. You've, you've had, what, 88? How long is comrades? 93. 91, the first two So you've had 91 kilometers of energy that you wasted on other bullshit. Mm-hmm. I heard a beautiful thing the other day where a lady said to me, because I said to her, I really need to lose this weight. And she yeah. said to me, no, 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 no. Don't tell your body you need to lose something. Yeah. Because as human beings, we never want to lose. Yeah. The minute yeah. you tell your body lose, your body's going to cling on to it. Absolutely. So as my master says, yeah. just cock and a volcom back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so your body's going to actually just hog this. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you tell your body, let's move, let's gain a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. Then your body's yeah. willing to relax into yeah. it because now we're going to win. Absolutely. What a, what a nice Absolutely. way of, 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 so I'm busy, yeah. busy with that self-talk. I'm yeah. not losing weight. Yeah. I'm gaining yeah. health. 
Well, I'll tell you where the change is coming for me this time around in terms of my, my food is, is you know, I've, I've started working a, a, a very closely in a 12-step program. Um, on food? With my food. Okay. With my food. Oh, cool. It's called Brightline Eating. Okay. Um, and it's a, 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 the lady who started it, she's a, a, an American lady, but she's a, a neurologist. She okay. studied, she's a doctor of the mind. And she is an addict herself. Ah. And let me tell you as well, crack addict right from the word go and food. So she speaks our language. She speaks my <laughs> language like you won't believe. And Just in an American accent. Absolutely. And yeah, she's she's taken this to to make obviously a business out of it for herself and things like that. And But I, I jumped on that bandwagon because a family member of mine recommended it. And okay. eventually I so just, that's where you heard of it. That's when I, I surrendered and I said, okay, I've tried everything else now on my own. Yeah. Like we do. On my own. Like we do. All by myself. <laughs> Didn't work for us. <laughs> Never works, but yeah. we'll do it and we'll Absolutely. try. Absolutely. Over and over again. <laughs> and then I started this Brightline Eating and I've adopted a very simple, a very, very straightforward way of managing 24 hours of my food. Okay. And I've got four Brightlines and it's just no sugar, no flour three meals a day and measured quantities okay and so if i stick within those bright lines i'm clean sober happy with my food on a daily basis i tick the day off as a win and then the next day I can what's manage. the ideal quantity for you because you know what i've discovered is yeah. i think when i let go of the meat yeah something in my head told me i now have to really make up for it yeah yeah i think i yeah. overeat yeah no on, on on better stuff but yeah. i still overeat yeah yeah no absolutely i mean i remember days where sweet potato was a healthier alternative and so a huge big fat bowl of sweet yeah. potato you know patat yeah which is actually like pudding but my brain was saying hey because i'm giving up all the nutellas yeah. and this of the world and all the rest See, of that's it. my thinking that's still my thinking exactly at this stage, exactly and so you know my thinking will always go there like if i run I know the reward is I'm going to have a little bag of trail mix. But, you know, sometimes I don't stop there. I'll go into the second bag of trail okay. mix. And so the addictive nature will always be there. Yeah. And what I've got good at is not beating myself up. About oh, awesome. It. So it's like, you know, I, I run. There's certain, the two bottom lines that are just, or the bright lines that are non-negotiable are no sugar, no flour. Okay. The, the, when it comes to the quantities and the meals, it's dependent now because I've kind of graduated and it's like okay. I'm a little bit further along the journey. Because you also have to compensate for the energy that you that you that for you running. lose through through running. Absolutely. So you can't eat the normal yeah. somebody that's not active. Yeah, you will yeah. you will die. So I found my groove. Uh, awesome. You know? And and I've also been able Get to be into the groove. Yeah, you've you got, got to prove your love to me. me. <laughs> <laughs> we start from the same era. I just very, love it. Very much the same era. <laughs> But so, you know how they say wear your recovery like a loose fitting robe. Yes. That's that's the way I live Fuck. my life. I used I wore mine hey. like a Kirsty, uh, the girl yeah. she said yeah. to me one day, you'd wear your recovery like a diving suit that's one size too small for Oh you. my god, I know. You can't be Fuck so like it was that. uncomfortable. Hey. And I needed to hear that so yeah. that I could actually swap that for the rope. And yeah, yeah I'm, I yeah. love my life now as well because I'm I'm so much more gentle. Yeah. No. And I'm I'm Freddie, I'm an addict, but I'm not Freddie the addict. Mm, My mm. addiction is part of who I am. It is yeah. not who I am. Yeah. Where yeah. a few years ago, yeah. that was my definition. Yeah. And I've changed that now yeah. completely. So, coming into recovery, were you a, a rehab baby? Yes. Okay. Yes, I did. I did. I when came you came into rehab, where, 
did you grow up with religion? Did you grow up with yes. some form of... Yes. Okay. Yes. Were you a good Catholic girl? No. Not. No. I, you were I, a bad Catholic girl? No. <laughs> no, no we I, was a, I was a butterfly. We were, we are, we, I was a flutterbug. We were Presbyterian, which was okay. more relaxed. Okay. And so, you know, it was kind of... But my uncle... My, in fact, my, my, my gakum, my grandpa, was the moderator of the Presby Church. His oldest son, Uncle Martin, he was also moderator of the Presby Church. My dad studied theology in Grahamstown oh, at Rhodes Uni. Um, and then went into finance. Very church-orientated family. And I kind of had this God notion, this Jesus thing, but I hadn't connected. Okay, so it didn't really need to resonate with you? No, okay. no. In fact, I used my drinking and, and abuse of substances as an excuse for, you know, I'm not going to go to church because those people, they put on a face. But they're judgmental fact, and they're false. And yeah, they're... And, 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 you know, I didn't want to be a part of people who pretend on a Sunday that they're all yeah. so good and then they live life so differently. Yes, you know, I went through prejudice, this <laughs> I, you know, But I became prejudiced towards it. And, and it was just kind of an in-your-face, yeah. you know, I just want to not go to church and not explore the spirituality yeah. because I'm in total control of my life. That was, <laughs> oh, yes, you were. You Absolutely, know, hello. Yeah. Nobody could tell me. You know that yeah. question, so how did that work for you? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, when your, when your counselor says to you, and how did that work for you? I can smash, yeah, yeah, did eat not. him, eat yeah, yeah. whatever in the face, kind yeah. of pack off, bitch. <laughs> yeah, because none of it worked eventually, yeah. you know. At the time I thought it worked, but it didn't, you know. My Christianity and my, my, my purpose for, for religion was kind of tainted, as I drifted further and further, and what became my God were my substances. Yeah. And so there was no going back. You bowed down to you the know, edict of God. That's it. That's it. And, and that was the, the be-all and end-all. And yes, by all means, I could pretend to the world that I was a good Christian going to Sunday school. I did the whole Sunday school thing. I got confirmed. I did all that. Same, yeah. Um, and went to some youth groups and, 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 and still went to church with the family on Christmas and everything like that. Went to all the funerals and, yeah, but didn't mean anything. Yeah. I had absolutely zero connection okay. to what this spiritual thing was, yes. you know, and what this godly religious thing was. And still to this day, quite honestly, it goes far beyond religion, you know, for me. Okay. Um, and religion, I don't even really put it in the same bracket as spirituality it's mm. you know spirituality for me is a it's such an inner um uh, it's a feeling yeah it's such a feeling it's it's got nothing to do with the bricks and mortar i church think I, I i read that in my study material yeah. i'm i was busy doing my cpd points for my oh god i hate doing that <laughs> but this year the organization had amazing topics yeah i, I really enjoyed doing the work yeah. well last year there was crap Sorry, I meant I'm still busy doing last year's work. I, okay. it, was, it was one of those deadlines that went, and I yeah. love that sound. Oh, I love <laughs> the sound of as deadlines shoot past me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I kind of could do a little rave dance when it goes past. <laughs> um, and the assignment I did yesterday yes. was about wellness, spiritual wellness. Yes. And I think that's what the guy wrote is religion is something outside. Yeah. That we bring in, while spirituality is something that we create inside and we yeah. take it out. Yeah, yeah. So do you, does that resonate with yeah. you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know for a fact, if, and I choose to call my higher power God. Okay. No, I, you know, my, my first sponsor said to me, higher power, were four syllables, God, one. Yeah. Just go God. I was still not ready. I, yeah. I, I can't do it. It's 
no, I'm, I'm not here. I know that God created me because there's something much bigger than me, you know, in terms of this whole world and universe yeah. when I see certain stuff happening. And, and I just look at my own life. Um, I know God created me in this vision of being the best person I could be. And when I am feeling like I'm doing the best I can and I'm connected with that, I'm doing the best I can, yeah. that is deep down in my soul, mm. I'm so connected to God at that moment because that's what God has wants for me. Yeah. Because my God loves me. And your best is always good enough for, and for you absolutely. and for him, it, whatever that absolutely. might be. Absolutely. Yeah. And so when I'm in that space of just pure acceptance of myself, yeah. warts and all, that's when me and God are like in the same sleeping bag, man. And I'm just feeling so comforted. Mm. All I'm needing is the running shoes are on <laughs> and I'm sweating. And it's me and God in this like, you know, down feather sleeping bag. And we are just working it together. And it's awesome. just amazing. It's amazing. I do this thing when I jog with my higher power, which is nature. Yeah. And if I run into a wind. Yes. And this wind has oh. now really become strong. It's yeah. kind of, okay, you want to play this game? <laughs> Let's play it. So you blow, I'll run. We'll see who wins. <laughs> <laughs> and so far, that's what I've always won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so I, I find my running very spiritual. I go yeah. into meditative yeah. Thing and yeah. I connect with yeah. God. I see flowers that I yeah. enjoy. You pick up smells that you won't pick Absolutely. up. Because you miss all this Absolutely. stuff when you drive. So, yeah. suddenly being on the road, you, yeah. you're so much more yeah. in touch with what's happening but around also, you. I don't know about you, but I struggle to meditate like in a room. I'm, I've really never been able yeah. to sit for a long period of time and zone out of it the distractions. Eight years and six months. You know? The last six months of my life, yeah. meditation has become. Yeah. A connection for me. Really, hey? Yeah. So, so my, my, my message to people who struggle is keep coming back. You know, yeah, eventually. I discovered an, a meditation app called yeah. Insight Timer. Okay. And that app brought me into, yeah. into a, a, yeah. a really, really nice meditative meditate state. Yeah, I, I listened to maybe a 10-minute meditation, you know, that works because, you know, 10 minutes is enough time for yeah. me to be able to just, you know, get into this relax and just ready for the day type of thing. Yeah. But like all my behaviors in life, you know, I mean, things change and then I lose the behavior and I don't incorporate it anymore in the day. And, you know, I don't know why we stop doing things yeah. that work for us. It's like, <laughs> that's what you do. Hey, it's yeah. amazing. I mean, I, I just think to myself, you know, I was using that as a, a start to the day and it worked so well and now I'm not doing it. You know, it's like, why, why try and fix something that wasn't broken? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Now I'm very grateful that meditation has the penny has dropped for me. Yeah. I thoroughly yeah. enjoy yeah. it now. And the more yeah. I enjoy it like an addict, the more yeah. I want of it. So Absolutely. Yeah. I do longer and longer, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. But this is now where we basically need to cut it off. Oh. Can wow. you believe it? Yeah. Wow. So I can imagine you have so much more to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, be, well, be, how old am I now? Forty five. Hey, I think we've only just like <laughs> Before I end touched the surface. <laughs> yeah. Before I end I must still tell you this, and I think so many people must have commented on this. Yeah. Was when I came into recovery, you were doing the literature. Oh my God. At the Woodstock meeting. Hey, fuck, like I loved an American it. evangelist. It was the highlight <laughs> oh, of the meeting. Oh, you know meeting. how much trouble I got into I just like, that, And then you got pulled pulled back on it. Yeah, they, they reeled me in. They reeled kind of me in. Fuck all of you. This yeah. was the highlight of my I meeting. Know, I know, but that. I know. That's the nasty Passion. way. And yeah. that's the one thing that, yeah. that I must say about you. From the first time I met you, there was a light 
that shined. Yeah. And amazing. Eh? That light just shines brighter and brighter every time I see you. Yeah. And it's so wonderful. Now, look how funny that life works. So, you know, when you're on Facebook and yeah. you see this one is friends with Tanya and that one's friends with Tanya, and I always think, who the fuck is this Tanya? Everybody's friends with her. And <laughs> so all the people are recovering, why don't I know this Tanya? And then suddenly I actually stopped and I looked at the photo. Oh my God, it's for you! <laughs> it was it's the weirdest thing. It bothered me for years. Oh I looked at this Tanya God, that everybody's friends really? and why don't I, I know, know this Tanya? And this Tanya, but I know this Tanya. Yeah, absolutely. So the fact that I haven't asked you to be able to meet me in the field for so many years is because I, it never dropped that I actually have contact with you. Yeah, I could have yeah. asked you years ago. Yeah, so, so the minute I realized this is you, then I yeah. need to get you on meet me in the field. So I'm, so I'm extremely grateful for you yeah. taking out the ride here. Awesome. Much appreciated. One last word from you. Yeah. If you have a message to, to our listeners to reach your goals in terms of anything you put your mind to, weight, addiction, yeah. whatever it is, yeah. what word of hope can you give people? Okay. That's you pretty know, it's, on it's the simple spot. as no, and, and, and it's beautiful because as simple as it sounds, you know, these are things I've got to remind myself every single day. And it is. It's as simple yeah. as this. If nothing changes, nothing oh. changes. So it's about putting in the energy into changing behavior, mm. which is so hard in the beginning, yeah. but keeping practicing, practicing, practicing that healthier behavior, yeah. which is difficult. Until because you, it doesn't come naturally for Absolutely. Us, yeah. Until such time as it gets easier to practice that yes. behavior, but just keep trying, keep... The difficult now will become the normal yeah. at some yeah. stage. And then it... It, and then life changes eventually, yeah. but it's not an instant gratification yeah. thing, which I'm so used to and needing yes. in my life. It's the opposite of that. It is a slow, gradual change until one day you wake up and you look back and you think, it's happened yeah. in that particular and area of my life. Like and, it's <laughs> yeah. and it's beautiful. And it's beautiful. And the second thing for me is stick to the fucking plan. You okay. know, yeah. I mean, as simple as it sounds, when I put a plan together for the next day, I wake up that morning and I tick the blocks. Yes. And I do and I accomplish. So the first thing is actually have a plan. Absolutely. The don't, don't, Absolutely. It, don't attend, don't yeah. attempt yeah. without the plan. Have the plan and then stick to it. You've got the goal, which is in three months' time. Yeah. How are you going to get there one day at a time? Yeah. And that's but know how you're going to get there. And stick that's, to it. Yeah. Just awesome. those little. Yeah. I mean, that elephant can really and truly kill you if you try and eat it in yeah. one mouthful. <laughs> but one you know, bite at a time. One bite at a time. And it is doable. Do it, I mean, if I look awesome. at me... Within a year, a comrade's marathon, no. that was purely sticking to the fucking plan and just doing it every single day. Did you join an athletics club? You have to. Okay. I don't run with the club. Okay. I'm very much a solo so you're just runner. A, yeah, me as well. You I know. Don't, yeah. First of all, don't talk to me while I'm trying to run. Yeah. You know, <laughs> my breathing is... I, I can't get yeah, people that can yeah. talk and run at the same time. Yeah. What the fuck do you have two different holes yeah. that you do it from? Yeah. I know it. I know it. I run with my sis, my sister and I, and we're okay. connected on all levels. Oh, and wow. so it's amazing. We run together and it's almost a, a counseling session where we vent and we... Awesome. You know, so you do to... talk while you run? Yes. So I can't. I can't oh, do yes. It. Yeah, no. Um, you know, you get to that point where you're fit enough to be okay, able to talk. Yeah. See, Come I'm... a hill, then it's like... <laughs> no, you shut know, up now. Then no. I talk through my bum. <laughs> Drag, the, drag this, this extra weight yeah. over this hill. A couple of teeps here and there, but you know, we got to do it. Uh, 
Tanya, thank you so much. Oh, I really appreciate it. It was such a pleasure having you here. Oh, this is great fun. Thank and you let's, for having let's me. Let's try and do it again. In a, awesome. I actually want to get to a phase where I get... I haven't been going for two years. Yeah. But I want to give people two years of, of, of whatever happens in life and then get them back. Awesome. And say, yeah. So listen to the talk two years ago and let's chat about what's changed for you. Wonderful. But one thing I like about what I've done this year for the first time in my life, I sat down beginning of the year and I wrote goals. Yes. I've never written goals in my life. And... And now, I'm now going to do the next step, and now I need to, to, to write the next step how we're going to reach those goals yeah. because I haven't done that yet. Yeah. So I now have the plan, but I need to now get the plan going. And, and, and awesome. keep it going. Yeah. Learn from you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Look Thanks, after yourself. Hey. Have an awesome day. Awesome to be here. Fabulous. Bye. Bye. <laughs> wow, this was awesome. When I edited this chat, I had not even reached three minutes and I was already laughing. I love Tanya's energy. Tanya talked about her journey with food and she's working the Bright Line program now. If you want to know more about that, check it out on https colon forward slash forward slash brightlineeating.com. During the chat, I referred to the 12-step fellowship called Financial Underachievers Anonymous. This fellowship is actually called Financial Underearners Anonymous. They can be found at www.financialunderearnersanonymous.org. Watch this space. I may be starting a fellowship in this regard. The quote I recited about letting go, in fact, reads as follows. Everything I've ever let go of has claw marks on it. The person who said it is the American writer David Foster Wallace. For those of you who are interested, you can see the article about Tanya in The Fair Lady at https colon forward slash www.pressreader.com I just googled Tanya Lund Fair Lady and found the article that way. Tanya is such an inspiration. I want to, from the bottom of my heart, wish her everything of the best. What a pleasure. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website, which is www.freddy.org.za or find me on Facebook at either Meet Me in the Field or Freddy Counselor or Freddy van Rensburg, or on Twitter at at Freddy, or Instagram at Freddy Counselor. Remember that Freddy is always spelt with an IE at the end. I want to thank Tanya for her time in talking to Meet Me in the Field. Thank you for listening. Be safe.